Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. I'm joined by Swim Swam co-founder Mel Stewart and Katinka Hozu. Katinka, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Wow, I'm doing pretty well. Who cares how Mel's doing? <laughs> uh, let, so we wanted to talk about tough, gritty swimmers today, and you were the Iron Lady. Um, to, to start that off, how did, can you tell us a little bit about the background of, of your brand as Iron Lady and what, what inspired you to want to be that image for swimmers? Um, it's pretty crazy because I think it's, it's, it's all started back in Hungary. Um, I think Hungarian swimming is, is, is famous uh, of how hard and long we train over here. So um, I actually uh, grew up while my, my grandfather was coaching me until I was 13, 14 years old. Um, and then I, um, I got in the national team. And, and we had some really tough training camps. Uh, it was it was really like a, like kind of like a, like a with well, like a boot camp, I guess. Like it was it was really like uh, getting ready for war. I, I had like I think the longest session I had was uh, 14 kilometers. That was just one session. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did some some really crazy things. There was one time. Um, it was if you if you, we had cut times like we had times that we had to hit during practice and everyone had their own. Um, we had a lot of assistant coaches who were just there to watch if you make these times. And if someone didn't make something, like uh, they just noted it, noted up, and um, we had to uh, do it again after practice or end of practice. And I actually had a practice that I had to repeat the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. I just didn't hit any times that I was supposed to, and um, I just I, I kept doing it because you know obviously for the second time you're definitely not gonna hit the times. Um, and I had to. I was just swimming from the morning until the afternoon practice, and then they came for afternoon practice, and then I swam with them for <laughs> for afternoon practice. Um, so this is how kind of my swimming career started uh, when I was like, uh, you know, teenager. Uh, and then I went to uh, the US, I went to USC. And f for me, it was just so much fun training in the US and everyone was just having fun. Uh, it, you know, practices were like an hour and a half long and, you know, a bit of gym and, you know, it was just all fun. And the dual meets were really fun. and. Um, at, at USC, it, for definitely, I saw the difference of, uh, of of trainings and how how in the US, uh, I think, in general, you guys really focus on quality and <laughs> rather than the quantity. And uh, for me, it was very uh, beneficial. But it, it it made me pretty tough. So for me, you know, even if it was really intense training, an hour and a half seems so short. Um, so it started with the dual meets. Um, I swam every race that nobody else wanted. So it usually was, you know, two fly for I am mile, maybe the 500 freestyle. And then, you know, Dave uh, would just put me in any kind of relay that would need some help. <laughs> um, so I, I would just swim uh, pretty much anything. So I, I loved racing. Um, I actually didn't really like training. 
um, probably because of my background and how much I, I, I used to used to swim. Uh, so I, I, I loved I loved the racing. I loved the atmosphere in co- competitions and and I just I would just keep going with racing. And um, so after after college uh, with with the World Cup series, for me it was so cool that I could just you know choose my races and I could just go to any kind of competition and gain money uh, and and basically train with the racing as well. Um, of course, I learned that training is important so obviously you can race a lot more if you are in a really good shape um so i kind of learned that throughout the years and and that's how basically with all these aspects and and, and my background together that's when i i could say that that's how the iron lady evolved yeah so my question is this when you were a teenager back in hungary and you were doing this kind of training did you did i mean all swimmers go through this did you did it did you think I cannot do this through an Olympic dream. Can I, I can't keep training this way. Did you know what did you did you ever consider quitting? Yeah, I can't. Oh, I hate like I I I hated swimming. I I I hated swimming so much that um I actually told everyone that do not call me a swimmer. I I still do it as a hobby. Uh, <laughs> that you know that you know six seven hours of swimming a day um i i do it as a hobby i am not a swimmer um and 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 i just really hated training and i, I really hated swimming because i thought that this is what swimming is about and i i you know with that kind of training and that kind of mentality and it was not only the training that also the mentality it was very negative you all only heard how bad you were how you're lazy how you're i i, I was also considered fat i like all these things that you know it was just adding up and um i i really hated it but i wanted to go to the u.s with scholarship so originally Originally, when I, I learned to swim and when I was swimming with my grandfather, I loved swimming. And, and I think he, he's a great coach and he's a, a great mentor of mine. I think I learned so much from him and this is still what uh, I benefit from. He, he, he taught me how to set goals. He taught me how to work hard, but still have fun and, and uh, the, the, the racing without pressure, just, just to, to, to try to do your best. And... Um, and uh, and at that time, I, I really believed that I will be an Olympic champion. And he told me all the time that I can be. And, and he believes in me and, and he thinks I'm talented and I work hard and I just have to keep pushing and I can do it. And then when I, when I got to this other environment, um, I, 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 really, I really lost uh, these kind of uh, goals and, 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 and dreams and, and, uh, and hopes that I can. Um, when I went to the Beijing Olympics, that's when I was, um, I was 19 years old um, and, and I was 12th place. So, I mean, I don't think it's a, now looking back, I don't think it was a bad result. Uh, but at the time, it, it just, everyone told me it's a disaster and I, I should probably quit swimming <laughs> because uh, at 18, I mean, I, I should be already an Olympic champion. Uh, so I, I really, I, I really hated the environment and I, in my mind at that time, I thought you can only be an Olympic uh, champion if you are 
uh, not having fun if you're if you're just training literally all day and you're sad and just miserable you know that that's what they showed me at the time and um, and that's when thankfully um, uh, I, I went to USC and right after Beijing in 2008 I started uh, college there and it took me one year to love swimming again and and I became a world champion in 2009 a year later. That, <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> this, um, but, but such a great turnaround. That's so cool to, to hear that, that kind of a shift. Um, and so, so how did your training shift once you were out of college and into those World Cups, um, you know, versus the kind of quantity, quality, um, you know, balance that, that you talked about. Yeah. So it was crazy actually going through college as well, because in 2009, as I said, I became a world champion. And uh, after that, I kind of completely shifted the other way. I was like, oh, this is all fun and games. Like, oh, maybe, you know, in the summer, I can just train once a day. Um, and and, and I, that kind of, I went to the other side. And um, uh, for, I think it was 2011, so the next World Championships, I only got a sixth place and I didn't even make the final on the 4IM. So I, 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 really, I, had, I, have, I had a really long journey in swimming, so I really, I feel like I kind of tried all over the place, everything. And so in, in 2011, in the summer, I was really disappointed with myself and um, I, I realized that, okay, Fun and games, that's fine, but you have to train and you have to put the work in and, and you have to focus and, and this is how uh, the results will come. And I, I, I learned that in 2009, a year later, after being 12th in the world, coming, uh, becoming a champion, uh, it, not, it was not necessarily, I think I put the work in before uh, in Hungary, all those years, all the training I had. So the, the, the year maybe was the same that the years uh, after until 2011, but, uh, but I kind of started losing, you know, all the endurance and all the training that I had before. Um, so going into um, the 2011-2012 um, uh, year, my last uh, college year and going into Olympics, I, I decided I, right after World Champs, I, I went to training. I didn't take a break and I was like, okay, I need to train now. And unfortunately, I kind of did the same as I knew before in Hungary. So I started training maybe a bit too much again. I did, uh, so I, I told Dave that I think I need to train a lot more. So I, I did the, the college training uh, from 6 to 7.30. Then I stayed in the water for another half hour and then I swam with the Trojan Swim Club from 8 to 10. And then I came back to the pool two to four, and then I ran afterwards. <laughs> and then I, I, I was still, obviously, I was still graduating. So I had a lot of schoolwork to do. I um, obviously was a, a team captain. I, I was uh, preparing for NCAAs. And, um, and, uh, and, and obviously in, in 2012, it ended up, I, I, was, I was basically uh, fourth place um, in, in London which for me was also devastating. I thought it was really awful <laughs> because I, I thought I could win. I was already a world champion. 
I did the work. I, I thought I knew a lot of things, um, but I had to, and then I realized that, you know, um, studying and, 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 and going to NCAAs and um, graduating and preparing for the Olympics, it is really, really tough to manage. And I, I thought that I can do a lot more uh, if I only focus on swimming uh, for a while. So I think that was the biggest change. I had a lot more rest. I eat much better because obviously I had the time to focus on, on it. And um, I started lifting weights. Um, these were the things that, that changed for me becoming a professional swimmer. Uh, I had obviously control over my own uh, schedule, which was obviously also different, choosing the swim meets uh, and, and deciding on the training plan. Um, obviously, uh at the time working with Shane it was only the two of us everything was very flexible with the training and and the traveling so even on, on travel days I would try to swim something or so it, it was if it was everything basically what I I think was big difference for me is that everything was uh, based around my needs and planned around it you know the interesting thing is uh there's this I have a I have a very I have very hard opinions about people in their careers and I don't trust people who are successful all the time. I think maybe it's talent, maybe it's luck. I don't trust someone, especially in sport, if they haven't suffered and had big disappointments. And I knew you had disappointments. I'm aware of your disappointments. I mean, you're one of the most famous swimmers on earth period, but I didn't know that you had this, you tried everything, you had this many disappointments, so uh, I'm a bigger Katinka fan just in, in the last Thank minute. you. So, <laughs> Thank so here's you. A, I could, I could it, even tell you a lot more, but <laughs> sum it up. So, so here's the thing. Um, what, what part of your history gave you the most resolve to evolve into the Iron Lady? Was it the fourth place? What, what was Definitely. the moment? Where, where did you think in your head, I've had it, I'm done from this point on, I'm going to win and be successful. What was that moment? For me, definitely, uh, that for me, I, I, I wish I, I could say something, you know, Hollywood-like and say that moment and I knew. Look, looking back, I know it was the fourth place in London. And you know why? Because it was a fourth place, but it wasn't re really a fourth place. It was actually a third place. Um, so I, I went to the 4am, uh, I, I think I prepared pretty well, I, I knew I can swim around 4.30, 4.31 and um, I, I thought I can win, I thought I can win that race, obviously ended up Yishuan swimming 4.28 and, and uh, Baizo swimming really well, but the point is that in my mind I, I went out and I wanted to win and I, I never thought about not winning. Um, and, and I got really scared the last second because, you know, I, I saw it like being really afraid of losing. And um, honestly, before the Olympics, I, I was all, I, I, I talked to Rebecca Sonia, I talked to uh, Osama Meluli, I was swimming with them. They were already Olympic champions. I was like, how do you think about this or, 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 or what do you do? And um, I, I might have just understood wrongly. I'm not sure. But they told me, just think positive, think that you're going to win and, and, and be really confident. 
So I translated for me that it means that, okay, don't think about losing. I just have to think about winning. And I, you know, I never, I, I never had a plan B or I never was thinking, imagining uh, maybe losing. So I, I never even played with the idea. And, and that's, uh, that's, that was my biggest mistake uh, uh, before the, the London 4IM final. That in the last call room, I started like freeze, you know, like, oh, but what if, what if, what if, what if it's not going to happen? Um, I was 23 years old. Uh, that was my third Olympic Games. I was already uh, world champion, European champion. Um, I mean, that was my time, you know, this is my time to shine. Like I got to do this now. And um, so I, I was really super, like super scared and uh, I didn't want to swim at that point. <laughs> I, I, I was just wanting to hide. I was like, I don't, I mean, I was just too scared of the results. I, I, I was really only focusing, focusing on the outcome. And, and during the swim, it was the same. In the 200 meters, I was still leading, I think maybe with the body length. And I was already thinking like, oh, my legs started hurting. And I think, I think, uh, you know, Beisel is, is, is really coming on the breaststroke and then that is the issue. And then, you know, and then I was thinking and come to the freestyle, uh, they were obviously issue. And then Beisel, we all know that race, they were way ahead. And I was like, wow, I just lost my Olympic gold. And now it's a bronze medal. And, you know, it's like, I, I mean, I didn't want to win a bronze medal. I wanted to win. You know, and I was already thinking like, okay, like, what am I going to do with the bronze medal? And, you know, I want to be a champion. And in the last 10 meters, I literally just, I was just gliding. I touched the wall. I, I was really slow turning, you know, putting my goggles on and, and turning to the screen to check my, my time. And I checked my time and I see I got fourth because the other Chinese beat me in the last 10 meters. And I was so pissed off you have no idea I, I I literally and not even pissed off at the time I was ashamed you know because I knew that was not I I, I could have swam that race again like three minutes later and probably seemed the same time or better you know and 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 I, I was so pissed off myself and I, it, it took me a, a long time to I think it took me a couple months or even more to you know, the World Cup got me back to it. I started racing and just enjoying racing and, and training. And I, I really, like, right after the, the games, I wasn't sure if I will be in Rio. So I, I needed a lot of time. And then I, when, I, when I, I realized that I really enjoy racing and swimming still, then I kind of, what helped me a lot is just kind of let it go and saying that, okay, I'm not swimming for the Olympic gold. So before Rio, for a long time, it was my mentality. I'm not swimming for the Olympic gold. I'm trying to do my own thing. I'm going to race a lot, which I love. Um, I, I had a partner who was helping me with that. And, and we, we did the thing that, you know, I thought that was the best. And, um, and, and, and that was the journey that, that got me to Rio. And it was crazy because I kind of let it go. And I wasn't holding on so tight to, to have that gold medal. And, 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 and that's, that's when, when, when got me three gold medals. <laughs> but obviously throughout those years, I, I really consciously, every, every big, big meet, every, um, 
um, a competition, I try to give my best because I that that's the one thing I knew for sure that I'm, this is not going to happen again. That I'm climbing out of the water and I knew this was not my best race. So let's uh, let's talk inspiration. Um, kind of you know flip to that. Um, you know I know you've talked about Michael Jordan being a big inspiration for you. Why was he so iconic um, for you coming up in the sport? Well, <clears throat> um, actually, my father uh, used to be a professional basketball player. And uh, my, my big brother still plays uh, in a second league in Germany. Uh, and both my brothers were playing basketball. And actually... Uh, when I was 10 years old, I, I remember my, my father actually sat me down uh, that he wanted to talk to me seriously. And he said that, you know, Katinka, um, swimming is a very boring sport and you can uh, only live off of swimming if you're going to be the best in the world. And he, and he said that, you know, I think you should play basketball. Uh, basketball is fun. Uh, you know, you can be on a team. You don't have to perform your best all the time because at least you have teammates. And um, so, so <laughs> uh, you know, it was my grandfather and my father trying to decide what what uh, sports I'm going to play. And I actually told my my dad, no, I I love swimming. I I love to have my own lane. I don't um, want to deal with the teammates. And um, it's. Uh, it's crazy because growing up, obviously, I was watching a lot of basketball games and, you know, going into my big brother's uh, room everywhere. There was Michael Jordan posters and, uh, you know, we were even I was, you know, collecting the basketball cards and everything. So and, and we had actually um, um, a basketball hoop in our garden. So we played a lot uh, with my brothers and my father as well. Uh, so I was already around the sport a lot and, um, and, 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 and watching Michael Jordan, like I thought that, okay, that he's doing it in basketball, but I think you could do that in, in swimming. Why couldn't you? And because at the beginning when, when before Air Jordan, um, that, you know, they were looking at Michael Jordan, like, what, are, what, what, or what are you trying to do here? You're not a tennis player. Uh, I think now it's so crazy to hear because it's so obvious that all the basketball players have their brands and their shoe line, and um, and 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 I thought it was it would be so cool to to help swimming that way and and just do it in swimming because I think swimming is cool. I, I have I, I got to jump in here and move this a little bit forward. When I think of the International Swimming League, I think of you, and I think. I don't know that the International Swimming League could be viable in people's minds if they hadn't witnessed you do what you did for years and years becoming the Iron Lady. That's a personal opinion from a swimming peer, a fellow Olympian, but do you hear that from your peers? Do people share that with you? Do you hold that same opinion? For me, it's, it's so crazy because uh, I, I really, really appreciate and happy how my my swimming career and my swimming journey has evolved so I, you know i've been the swimmer who is a bit chubby and not very good and and watching the big 
swimmers and and how cool it would be to oh my god like break a world record and 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 and, and being someone who who is you know the best in the world uh, so I, I i kind of probably can see or understand better in in both ways how um uh, it probably looks like, but inside me, I'm still kind of that girl, you know, who who, who came and and just tried, tried again, tried again, tried again, and at at the end, at uh, age 27, finally uh, got what what I always wanted. Uh, but throughout this journey, um, and 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 figuring out my own way of of swimming and and racing and training and mentally practicing um it, obviously during the journey i didn't realize that i'm inspiring people and i'm changing swimming so it's it's so crazy to look back now and and talk about it and think about it and um like sarah Sjordström says it to me all the time that he would have probably just stuck with the hundred fly if he she doesn't see me swimming all these races and for me, it's like I look up to Sarah, you know, and I mean, she's really cool and she's amazingly fast. And, and she tells me that I inspired her to do more races. I think that for me, at the end of my, at the end when I will have my end of my career, this is something that I definitely will be a lot more proud of than, than the, the gold medals. Um, and, and, and the, the ISL, um, that's something that, you know, is really cool to be a part of. Um, because as I said, I think swimming can be fun and swimming can be a show and it can be entertaining. And, you know, as I, as I said, it's, it's um, at first we look at it like, what the hell is this and <laughs> where is it coming from? And it's weird, uh, but hopefully it will... Um, grow itself out and I think I, I think us within uh, the swimming community we see how far it could go so to maybe maybe to wrap wrap on that a little bit um, what what do you what more do you want for the sport you've already given so much as the iron lady um, you know like Mel said yeah I don't think the ISL could have happened without everyone <laughs> seeing you you know, go back to back races for years and years. Um, what what more do you see the sport blossoming into? Um, I I think it's I think it's it's really is going in the right direction now. Um, I think we see potentials, but there is still a lot of work to do and a lot of time uh, that that will go into until until we can say that okay we have arrived <laughs> and i don't know if we will say it at the time that we have arrived uh but but i think now we are in a good direction and i hope that you know um that you know that we are uh we are moving you know uh, with isl you you can see that fina is is trying to change as well having more swim meets and you know, this is all so positive for swimming. So for me, my goal is to try to stay within the sport as, as long as I still love the racing and training, but I know my voice is the loudest while I still swim. Uh, so I, I definitely want to try, or try to achieve as much as I can until I'm, I'm still an active swimmer. 
I don't want to talk about retirement, but I'm going to talk about retirement. The, the, <laughs> the, the plan B, when you're done, is it, is it, is it ownership of a, of a professional franchise? Is it swimming education? Is it, or would you be a commentator? Would you do television? What, what, what does your life look like post-swimming? I don't want to stress too much about it, but I do stress a lot about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I do have a, a swim club, a swim school in Hungary, uh, Iron Swim. I am a part owner in Iron, in ISL. Um, so there are a lot of things that, you know, I am already doing that I can still do, uh, obviously, after uh, retiring. But um, I'm, I'm definitely want to be involved and, and, and see, see how these things go and, and, and um, what I would like to do. Okay. All right. I'm going to, we have about five minutes left. So I'm going to ask um, if you can, if you have, you know, what's one of the best practices you've ever had or one of your favorite workouts and what's one of, I mean, you, you told us the, the workout you had to swim twice into an afternoon <laughs> practice. That's not pretty bad, but maybe what's one of the, the worst, you know, or, or, or a recent set that really kicked your butt. For me, um, uh, I think um, just adding on to last time you asked me like how my, my training changed and throughout all these years, I kind of now I have like a mix of everything because I think quantity is still important as well as quality. So I, I kind of try to mesh them together. But there is um, one like traditional Hungarian set, I am set that um, I can tell you about. I still like to do it. It's just for me, if I do it, it's, it's very long. It's, I think it's uh, 6.4 kilometers and uh, the set itself. Um, and, and I just feel good that I did it. I, I used to obviously hate it when I was a teenager, but now because I choose to do it, it's a, a different story. So it's um, four ones fly, four I am four ones freestyle, 400 freestyle. Then it's four ones back, four I am, four ones free, 400 free, four ones rest, 400 I am, four ones free, 400 free, and then four ones free, four I am, four ones um, free, 400 freestyle. So it's a very simple set, uh, but you can obviously change it up like with the intervals, uh, the intensity, uh, and the cut times. <laughs> Uh, perfect. Well, Mel, you have anything else to add at the end? Yes. I want to know this. I want to know, uh, what does it feel like when you're, when you're competing in the United States, because swimming is on a certain level in the United States. And what do you feel when you're competing in Europe? Can you describe the difference? Because we are now witnessing, we're now witnessing it with the international swimming league. We're, we're seeing, what we're seeing is it looks like swimming is a very big deal in Europe. And in, in the United States, it's sort of like, it's cool for us in the community, but beyond that, no. <laughs> um, it is, um, it's crazy to race in Europe, especially obviously for me in Budapest. Um, so the amount of people come out um, to the World Cup and to an ISL stop, uh, we, we, we can, we can have 5,000 people on the stands and it's, it's really, really, really cool. And, uh, the atmosphere is great. And, um, 
I don't know. Uh, all the streamers tell me that, that uh, Budapest World Champs were probably the best in the atmosphere and, and, and the cheering. I, I mean, my, my knees were shaking before the 2IM final, that's for sure. The, the, it, was, it was really crazy. Um, in the US, I love to race because it's so laid back. So for me, like even, you know, everybody is just so chill and oh yeah, we are racing, you know, but even the swimmers. So the swimmers have like a different mentality, different culture, which I love because for me, uh, this is something that is inspiring because I'm not from that culture. We are more like, I feel like before races and, and um, during competition, we're more tied up and, and serious and focused and probably a bit more nervous and um, not, you know, not as confident and loose as American swimmers. Um, so I, I, I do like to race there. Uh, you know, the, some of the, or a lot of the American swimmers just go there in, in their race suit and with the swim cap, oh yeah, we race. Like, I'm, I'm freezing. Like, <laughs> I have to put on my warm-ups, my shoes, my socks. I have to have everything like exactly ready to go. And, and, and that gives me like a different kind of um, uh, perception. And, and that's what I liked, obviously, when I went to uh, USC back at the time, that for me, it was so different. And I really enjoyed that in, uh, in the US. Two minutes left, super quick answer. Do you manage all of your own social media or do you have people who help you? I do manage, I only have access. Um, I, I'm the only admin. Um, and I, I do have um, employees who help me sometimes with videos or pictures, but other than that, it's me. In your country, a lot of interesting people have run for office. Would you ever be a politician in Hungary? You know, people already asked me that even in Hungary. And um, I would only be one if I know that I do have a lot of lot of good advisors and we can actually make a, a great change. Perfect. Uh, that's that's our time. Thank you so much, Katinka. This was awesome. It was so great Thank to hear you. about your swimming background, your swimming story. Yeah, I really Thanks. appreciate you. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, happy to, to do any time, like I'm available, especially nowadays with the no <laughs> racing. So um, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Katinka.